Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson, and today we're going to have an amazing guest. We're actually going to kind of relapse a little bit because... I started this series on our Kahuna management, our staff and our team, and we've kind of went through some of that, but I wanted to bring someone back to this part of Kahuna management, and she is an absolute rock star, and she really deserves to be noted, and really, I want to uplift her as well, because what she does and what she has done has changed the game for us. So before we get into this little episode... A word from our sponsors. Hey, this is Shelly Peterson, Corey's better half. My husband shares amazing stories of the good, bad, and ugly of apartment investing. And while many of you want to do this yourselves, we have found that a lot of you would like to invest alongside with us. If that is you, I want to invite you to get on a short webinar where we discuss our deal room and how you can be a part of our private investor club. Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar and register now. You won't be disappointed. Again, go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar, and we look forward to sharing our private deal room with you. All right, we're back. So now I want you to pay attention because we're going to go over some gold and some details and some clues that you're going to have to be looking out for. And this is really about people because one person can change everything for your property. So I would love to introduce Emily Gage our leasing manager at Hawkeye Towers. Emily, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me, Corey. Super excited. So before we get going, let's kind of give a background of who Emily is. So tell us a little bit about your story. So kind of getting into the career that I'm at now, at first, after graduating high school, not too long ago, I just was in a place where I didn't know what I really wanted to do in life and was just trying to figure myself out until um, I moved back to Waterloo from where I was originally at growing up. So I got in contact with my mentor who I've talked to for a little bit when I first moved back here. She said that I had a great personality, that I was really good at working with people. So she took me under her wing at her property company, kind of taught me the ways of leasing, running properties and everything else. And then once she knew that I was ready, I was looking at traveling to other companies to try and show them my skills. At first, it wasn't working out for some of them because all they cared about was the money, just getting the money, not the residents or like the potential investors of the company, like their wants and needs and their concerns. So when I found Kahuna, they were just a really good fit. They were accepting to those accommodations that I hold truly into my heart. I want people, especially like for first-time residents, like college students, they don't know kind of how certain properties are. And I want to show them that positivity of we're not just here to collect rent and everything else. We want to help you with your problems, your concerns, be more involved and aware of what the property community is really like. Right. Build community, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I will tell you that you came into a shit show. Right. So, um, <laughs> listen, you came to a time where we needed an Emily Gage. We needed someone 
that was dedicated to cells. And so I'm going to give you a brief kind of background of Hawkeye Towers. Hawkeye is in Waterloo, Iowa. Iowa's getting ready to have coxes here pretty quick. By the way, are you going to caucus? Mm-mm. No, no caucus. Oh, my gosh. For everybody listening, if you're in Iowa, you got a caucus, okay? Everybody's got a caucus, whatever that means. I'm not in Iowa. I just know right now they're still on the ground. But when you came into Hawkeye Towers, we had just gone through COVID, like two years of COVID. Now, Hawkeye Towers services a community college. It is not a typical student housing project. Usually, it's in a big campus, D1 school, more than 15,000 students. Hawkeye Towers does not have that. It has this little community college out in the cornfields, but it's the only property here. And it's a beautiful property, right? It's like 300. How many beds is it, Emily? It's 294 beds. Yeah, see, 294. All brick, beautiful construction, nice layout, right? But we were having some challenges. Really, the first challenge was the property manager. That was like our biggest part. But And the other part, hand in hand, was the leasing person there. I don't even think we had one at the time. Or we'd let them go. Like, whatever it was, it sucked, right? So, in comes Emily. What was your first, like, because we hired you under this premises of Kahuna, <laughs> right? And we sure did a really good job selling what we do. And then you hit the ground. And you're like, okay, I'm here. Then what? So at first, when I was talking to the property manager here, just kind of getting an idea of like for the past two or three years, kind of what the percentages was of our current occupancy and like our final occupancy. Once we hit our goals, it was rounding to between 40 to 60 percent, maybe 70 on the high run. And I was just kind of telling myself, like, this isn't something that I want to stick with. I want to go at least to 90 or 100 So what I did pretty much after kind of getting used to the system that we use, just kind of refreshing myself, getting to know the new residents coming in for this year, along with the current residents, I talked with as many of them as I could trying to address any concerns or questions or problems that they might have. So that way, not only we can keep the residents that are here to renew, but any new residents who might have heard some things differently from whether that's from the school or from our current residents here, or even some students from the past. So my biggest goal was to rebuild ourselves and bring ourselves back up. Cause I mean, there was a lot of concerns with the property manager, with our maintenance, with just kind of how we do everything. And I just wanted to show everyone like, that's not how everyone's going to be. I even tried getting our property manager at the time here to, understand that and it wasn't going through to anyone on the team and i kind of was at that point to where okay you're almost at a breaking point weren't you i'm not gonna lie it was almost at a breaking point to where (laughs) with somebody who was here before me and who has been doing this for a long time i thought they would get the picture of like we're supposed to be here helping people we're supposed to be giving them that reassurance i mean there's international students here who have flown from italy from london from anywhere and they don't want their first impression to be especially of the u.s or even a small town in iowa that oh people don't really care about you here no one cares about them right all they want is the money for to charge you for anything or everything and blame it on you like that's not what we want to set here especially at hawkeye we want to welcome in with open arms we want to make sure that they're taking care of if they have any concerns or requests or if they just want to get to know the staff we want to make sure that we treat them as friends instead of just i'm the leasing manager and you're the resident Right. So 
I want to give you a little more clarity too for everybody listening, right? So things happen. On this podcast, we talk about the good, bad, and the ugly. And I share my portfolio very transparently. So we went through COVID, which was an uphill battle. That was hard enough. And then we just couldn't find the right, A, property manager leader. And, you know, maintenance was come and go, come and go, come and go. We still have issues with maintenance sometimes. We're working on it, right? But the other part was the leasing part. It was just like, we can never find the right mix. But we saw Emily and we're like, this girl has it, right? And so she came into a property that was the best we'd done it at when she came in. We were right at 70%. And 70% is barely profitable. That is not a healthy property. That is like, what the hell's going on? The challenge with student is you have to live with your results until the next school season. So Emily shows up at a time where we're midway through the school year and we're pre-leased at, what were we pre-leased at? Do you remember, Emily? I think it was kind of between 67 to 68 and a half percent when I first got here. And pre-leased? Yeah. And how many more months did you have left to, to roll? Well, I started here in the beginning of May. So we had- Yeah, May, June, July, August, September. Two months and then like 12 days in August. Yeah. June, July, August, like three months. So we're at 60 something percent, three months left. And usually those last three months are like, are we going to make it? And we're freaking out because we're like, we've got to find, like we've got to have. Now the college with it being a um, community college, they tend to lease up a little bit later, but we're going to disprove that here in a minute because that's not what we're doing this year. So Emily comes in and she's just on fire. This is what I love about true salespeople. True salespeople, and I gave her a goal. I gave her a big cherry. Like, if you do this, I'm going to pay you this much money, right? And if you get here, I'll give you this. And if you get here, I'll give you this, right? And I think that motivated the hell out of you. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like it did. So basically, Corey and I set a bet to where when I first met him and we got to know each other a little bit, he was like... I bet you this, if you hit 90, I bet you this, if you hit 95. And it was more the motivation of this is an actual leader. This is an owner that is putting faith in me and challenging me to succeed in my goals. And honestly, Corey, I had to prove you wrong on it. And I had to prove myself like, you know what? He set me up for a challenge. I'm not taking it down and I'm going to beat this. Yeah. And the right people will rise to the occasion. And that is exactly what Emily did. She went and sometimes in life, you have to put blinders on because you see a goal and you know what you've got to do to get the goal and distractions will come to you all the time. And Emily did not get distracted. She kept focus on her goal and she did the activity required and she ended up, what did you end up for this year? I think we ended up a little bit over 96, 97%. Yeah, 97%. So from 60% thinking, oh my gosh, three months left in the season, it was a Hail Mary pass is what I felt like. And I was like, I got to give this girl a lot of money because we got to go because we can't fail, right? At this point, our investors are starting to wonder if we even can do it. And by the way, the best we had ever leased up this property was 75%. I don't know if you knew that. Nope. Right? We took it over. It was 85. Then COVID happened, and then it went to 40. Then it was like 60. And then we went to 70, 75 for one minute. 
and then it was back to 70. <laughs> so we were just not happy with any of the results. And by the way, this with different management companies all along. So when we took over management, we took over, I think, in April, April, May, right, of last year. We and Mila were like, dude, we got to find the right person. But what we had was not working. And so we found, I think, who interviewed you? Was it Candy? It's actually kind of a funny story. So when I was looking for a company that would work with the kind of basic standards that I hold myself to, I was actually in the middle of grocery shopping and taking care of my dog. And I get a text message from Candy. And she was like, hey, I saw your application, everything else. And I was like asking her some questions about it. And then she was like, can you do an interview right now? And I'm like, give me like a couple minutes. I'm in the store and everything else. And she FaceTimes me. I give her my phone number and we're kind of just talking on FaceTime for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. That was kind of the weirdest interview I had, but she was like, you seem like a very determined person to do it after talking to her for a little bit. And on that same day, she was like, I want you to go to Hawkeye. I want you to meet the property manager and tell me what you think. So I drove all the way from Cedar Falls, which is about 30 minutes away from here and drove up, met the property manager, kind of looked at the property. And I was like, you know what? I think I'll give this a shot. So I messaged her back and I said, when do you want me to start? And she's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Do you put me up to it? We'll see how it goes. And she's like, all right, you start on May 1st. So yeah, that's almost right when we took over. It was beautiful. It was beautiful the way it worked out. And we're like, okay, let's go. Let's freaking go. And you ended up at 97%, which was amazing. And here's the thing about Emily. This is great salespeople have this thing, right? Not everybody is a salesperson, okay? Let's identify that first, right? Salespeople are crazy. They're a little bit passionate. They're a little bit rambunctious. They usually break the rules a lot, right? Does that sound like you, Emily? Breaking the rules. I don't recall the events in question, but everything <laughs> else, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at personality profiles, people that are the best salespeople, they're drivers. They have these goals and they get stuff done. Their attention to detail is usually a little bit on the low side. Like, how I don't know, but I got them to sign the lease. Is that good? Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Just keep doing that, right? And so it's funny because we sent her to this other property in Oklahoma. And remember that? Oh, I remember that. So she goes to Oklahoma. And at this point, she's kind of in her mind and in my mind too, the shit, right? <laughs> when I got the call about traveling to Oklahoma, I was looking at the property and comparing it to ours. And like the property in Oklahoma, it has a pool, it has a nice game room with a little uh, counter bar area. It's got a computer lab. Uh, I mean, it's got bells and whistles, right? It's got everything. And my biggest thing was when I saw this property comparing it to ours, like Hawkeye is a great property, but so is Oklahoma. And I'm just kind of thinking in my head, they have all these wonderful amenities. They have this wonderful staff. What is going wrong? Like there has to be something. Why can't they do it? Yeah. Yeah. And the challenge was even at that property, my manager was really not a salesperson, right? He was more of an admin, books and numbers kind of uh, accounting person, by the way. And I'm going to give you some piece of advice here. This is words from the crypt, things that I've learned. <laughs> we will only hire probably more people that are salespeople for our property manager roles. They have got to be able to do the job. 
as far as sales. Because at the property manager level, at the end of the day, you've got to be responsible and know how to sell the property. So Emily comes in with fire in her eyes and a lot of hell yeah in her steps. And she comes out there and what do you do? So firstly, I sit down with the property manager because I just kind of wanted to get a background of everything. Like, what do you guys rent your apartments for? Are you guys going on with any current specials or anything? Or like, what's your biggest kind of hits that brings in people to the property and to get to know your property? Once we kind of figured that out and with it actually having a lot of events going on with the school, we decided to like put flyers on everyone's cars around the dorms and other competition apartment complexes that were there. We also went to the town to kind of show everyone like, hey, this is our location and everything else. Just kind of get them aware of that, like kind of compare like this is what we will offer. This is what they're offering. We would be more than welcome to have you to rent with us and get to know us. Like we want to make sure everyone's taken care of. I mean, we even talked about like the dorms, that's the kind of biggest competitor that Oklahoma has. And we were like, well, a lot of people in that university have to stay in the dorms their freshman year. But once their sophomore year hits, like we need to start getting them ready now. So we were offering at the time, wasn't it that if they signed a lease, we would give them some kind of discount or was it, I can't remember. I don't know what it was. It doesn't matter. The fact was you showed up and got leases. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I just realized the moment Emily stepped on the ground, like I can't remember how many leases did we get that week? Do you remember? I think it was between like eight and 12 leases that week. In my mind, it was like 10 or whatever, right? For that week, for that period of time was like, there was nothing really happening. And she shows up right off the bat, like 10 leases, right? We're like, oh, well, and then she leaves and it's <laughs> back to crickets. And we're like, what in the hell? Right? And so... Now, it's funny, you may, you don't know this, right? So, But I'll tell the story now because this property manager is, I think, no longer at our asset anymore. <laughs> and this is what happens. At the end of the day, you get weeded out. You're either in the right spot, in the right seat, or you're not. And we were trying to find the right seat for this guy because he's not a salesperson. And you got to have a salesperson as the leader and truly a leader without any excuses. And so, Emily shows up and she's leasing. Now, Part of that is she's a good leaser. And really, if the property manager solved his own problem, so we had a leasing person there, but she really wasn't a leasing person, right? Not to what I would call leasing, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah, no, we can be honest on the podcast. <laughs> she sucked, right? Just a little bit. I mean- We wouldn't say suck, right? She's a good person and has a great personality. It's just more of like, her goals versus like Ahuna's goals weren't kind of matching up. We needed to kind of show her like, this is what we got to do. You've got to sell. Yeah. Right. There's a road to a sell. There's the way you talk. It's the way you communicate with people. It's your expectations that everybody's going to sign a lease when they're done. Right. And I think that's a salesperson like, dude, I'm showing you this unit where I'm getting the information. And at the end, I'm expecting you to sign a lease. Right. Right. That's Emily's MO. Right. Like, if we don't do this, something's wrong. Then I guess they're asking questions to figure out why. Like my motive is if someone comes in, whether if they're just asking basic questions or wanting a tour, you are not leaving here until I get your name signed on a pretty little document and you're going to come live at the towers or in Oklahoma or wherever our locations are at. Yeah. And that is it, right? And people really want this, believe it or not. They want someone to help them make a decision. And 
we have the nicest property in both locations, right? So it's like, if you're not staying here, then you're staying at some slummy place. I already know. And so it's easy to, when that comes very much confidence in the assets that you're selling, right, Emily? Right. So anyways, you leave. And this is when you know you have a salesperson, right? Because salespeople have a way, and I'm not saying this is bad, Emily. They have a way of getting under people's skin sometimes, right? Like the wrong people that are like, don't understand. Oh, this one's hard to handle. Because that's what was, <laughs> when you came back, it was like, oh my God, that was a lot. Like she came in here and was telling us how to run stuff and yada, 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 right? She got 10 leases, right? <laughs> I mean, how many you get this week? Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? Never knew that part. Yeah. So what's funny is this was my and Katie's response. <laughs> Bro, you got to learn to live with that. <laughs> like, that's the job, dude. Like, are you kidding me? You want to bitch and complain? Someone just came and did 10 leases. You should be thinking, hallelujah. Can I have her back? Can I get her for three more effing weeks? Like, he should have been fighting for you. To, like, if that's your problem, you've got to deal with someone that's like little testy, like someone that's got some spunk. God bless. Like, isn't that what you want to fill that property? Anyways. I think that's what great salespeople do. Because Emily, I consider myself a salesman, right? And at times I'm difficult, right? At times people that manage me or like try to manage me, right? Now I'm the owner, so it's a little bit harder. But they have issues because I'm very aggressive in certain things, right? And my attention to detail is like, it doesn't matter, right? Like, whatever, like, who cares? I got the sign lease, right? <laughs> that's all I care about, right? I did the job. And they're like, yeah, but you broke three things along the way. But who cares? We'll fix that. That's your job is to go fix it. Make it, put that back together. Humpty Dumpty, the little egg fell off the whatever. But I did, I got the prize, right? And I feel like that's what Emily has done, in my opinion, all right? How do you feel about it? Hey, would you like to learn more about Kahuna Investments in our deal room? Let's do virtual coffee. Book a 15-minute call with us so we can learn more about your investment goals and how Kahuna Investments can help. Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee to book your call today. Again, that's kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee. Let's have some virtual coffee and get to know one another. I mean, honestly, I get it. Like with some people, they want to take things kind of nice and slow. They want to try and get in the rhythm of it. But there are some people who know exactly what they need to do. They know exactly what the problem is and they want to get it started right away because they feel like going too slow, you might miss an opportunity. And it's just kind of different perspectives on it. Like with you being the owner, for example, you want all these things done. You want them done as quick as possible. If anything occurs or if there's bumps in the road, we'll take care of it. But then there are some people who want to wait and take the precautions of it. And there are some things where it might be a good idea to move slow on it and take our time. But there are some things to where like this is now or never. Like we need to get this now or it will never happen. Some people make things happen and some people wonder what happened. Right. Right. And it's better to be, I think, the first than the other. But okay. <laughs> so in this whole process, what happened is Emily started to shine out. Now, by the way, Emily is not like, I don't want to say your age, but you're not that super old. Like you're, well, how many years have you been out of high school? Uh, I graduated in 2021 and I'll be 21 in February. Okay. There we go. Okay. So you said it. I did. <laughs> don't ever talk about a woman's age. 
So she's a young woman starting a career, right? And she's got a great one ahead of her. And my job as an owner and in this industry is to help promote and grow her as best as I can. And if she likes this property management world, then to give her as many opportunities as I can to help foster that, right? And to make her better than she was when she first got here, which I think we've done a decent job, but you've done a lot of that yourself as well, right? I've had a lot of personal growth. So I mean, with the goals that I've always set for myself, getting into leasing and doing property work, I've learned a lot from this company on different aspects of things like We want to make sure that the residents know that we're here to help them and everything. But at the same time, if the residents are like doing anything wrong or there's something that they're not understanding, we need to kind of be, I don't want to say parent to them, but be kind of like a friend. Like we support you if you want to do this. However, you got to look at the other side of the coin and realize that these potential things could happen. And that's all that we're trying to do here is just have people understand that we might be your first property that you lived at, but The next one that you might move to, whether that's another town over or another state, they might not be as generous or as kind as we are. They might just only care about, you know, you getting into that apartment and just paying the rent and that's it. Not building any kind of relationships or trying to get to know you or understand where you're coming from. It really is about community. We preach community. Communities matter, right? And do you know our corporate deal? Get a community investments. We partner with passive investors. To create award-winning apartments, families, and students are proud to call home, right? Mm -hmm. Probably don't, but that's what our motto is. They're proud to call home. That's what we look at our properties are, is it's people's homes, right? Even if they're students, this is where they're living. They call it home. And so it's important for us to look at that as a high standard. And I know Emily does, right? So Emily, by the way, I have to bring this up because I just was thinking about it too. I'm sure this is going to be a no, but I'm going to show my age here a little bit. Have you ever watched on YouTube, it's called Coffees for Closers? You know, I actually watched that for one of my speech classes when I was taking college classes in high school. At a girl. Coffees for Closers. And Emily is one of those. Put that coffee down. Do you think I'm messing with you? <laughs> I'm not messing with you. Right? And so I always say the right people understand and love that because sales is something that for salespeople, they love the journey and the thrill of winning, right? And every time you get to sign a lease, does it not feel like winning? Whether if it's one lease or 10 leases a day, anything that we get signed, to me, it's more of we're showing somebody, another person in this world that there's always good in renting an apartment or duplex or a house. Like it's more of the satisfaction that you took care of someone today. You took the stress off their shoulders of trying to find a place to live, whether that's for immediate or a couple months away. It's just more of the satisfaction that you help somebody. Amen. All right, there we go. Now let's talk about this year. She got to 97 and then we're like, okay, awesome. Right. But now starts the new leasing season. And now we are in January as we're recording this. And we have goals. Now, we tracked our numbers from last year. And so, do you know where we were at last year at this time? Last year, we were at 21.65%. Pre-leased, meaning that's the percentage of the students or leases of our 300 or 290-something beds that were pre-leased that we had signed leases. Where were we at this year? We're just at about 41% for this year. So 20% increase, right? 20%. So we are 20% ahead. And to be that 40% right now, that's tremendous. Like our best property is at 40%. 
Actually, this probably is our best property now. I want to say you, I think you are our best property. I think Carolina Creek is at 41, right? Won't be too long until we overgo. <laughs> until you pass them? Yep. Yeah. And what that means is at 20% above what we did last year, now we hit 95, but she's on pace to be like every bed full. And by the way, Carolina Creek just did that. I'm not sure if you know, Emily, they're 100%. Every bed that they can possibly rent is rented. That's awesome. And when you do that, you're going to get a big award from Kahuna. And he's getting ready to get an award. So that's what our expectations are from you this next coming season is to fill up every stinking bed. Pretty big deal. And we're going to make that happen again this year. Very hard to do, but achievable. But it is possible. And that's what we believe. And why not be 100%, right? So 95 is great. 97 or 96 is great. But that 4% delta, that 4% is all profit right? Which leads to the bottom line, which gets all our bills paid and gets us the ability to do cool things for all the staff and all the employees. And so I want to shift one little bit more now, and let's just talk about our culture, Kahuna culture. How would you describe our culture? I would say our culture is we strive to help people. We're not like other properties where all they're caring about is just the numbers, everything coming in, the statistics of it. Like we do focus on that, but that's not our big goal. Our big goal is to spread the awareness like, hey, this is Kahuna. These guys are different compared to places that I've lived before. And we want to make sure that everyone, like I said before, understands that not every property is going to be taken care of or take care of its residents like we do. We want to make sure everyone's happy, comfortable. We love on our community. They might come in nervous and a little hesitant because they might have had bad experiences before with different properties, but we want to change their perspective and whether if they stay here for a couple of years or if they're staying here for a year, whether if that's school or work or anything, we want them to leave telling their friends, family, and coworkers like, hey, if you ever go to Waterloo, Iowa or any of our other locations, this company is the best company. They take care of you. They understand you. They listen to you. They're the ideal picture that people are looking for. What about our corporate staff? Like the people that are your higher ups, what would you tell me about them? Um, I would say <laughs> our corporate staff, they're amazing people. They're loving, they're caring. They take care of everyone. Like if you're having a bad day, they want to make sure that you feel better. Or even if you have the tiniest good news or the biggest good news. They pump you up. They make you feel good. They make sure that you're taken care of. We're all one really big, happy family here. and We just want to support each other. We might be a little odd at sometimes or a little crazy, but you know what? We all support each other no matter what goes down. Yeah. Awesome. And we finally fixed your other big problem, which was your property manager. And so we introduced a new chick. We call her Evening Star, but we call her Star. And what was your experience when she first came to town? So working with property managers that were here before that were like 10, 20 years older than me, like we didn't really see eye to eye on things because I was looking more at the big picture. This is something that they're used to. They have a routine when I realized. And they were a little bit lazy. Let's just be clear. They were a lot lazy. I would say it in different words, but I agree on that. What's your words? I would say the previous property managers that we had, they were more worried about their own personal lives. They were more worried about just throwing everything else on everyone. Like I've heard it from like my maintenance supervisor, my CA, I've experienced this myself. And it's just more like, we're looking up to you as being a leader. Like if one of us is feeling down or we're not doing our best and we need your help, we need somebody 
that'll encourage us, not just throw more problems on. Right. It was kind of like, I'm over here in this seat and this is my seat. I'm the king and I'm going to be lazy and I want you to do all the work. Right. right. I'm not going to lead by example. In fact, I don't really care. I'm just here getting a job and collect my money and blah, 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 blah. And I got all these personal problems and not really focus on the property. Everything you just talked about, we were not aligned at the property at the highest level of our asset. Right. Right. It was more like when I first started here, the first property manager here, it was she cared more about going to concerts, things happening in our personal life, not how are we going to get more numbers? What events can we hold or what giveaways or what can we do to increase our numbers, to increase not only our reviews, but our social media? How can we get the word out with these students coming in? And ever since Star came in, I mean, she's an absolute rock star. Me and her get along great. We <laughs> love talking to each other. We love coming up with ideas. I mean, we sit here every morning. We kind of talk about what we need to do through the day. But even with good weather or not, we talk about like, what can we do for these residents? Like what's something they might like? And we've already come up with like, with the weather, like a snowball tournament, hot chocolate bar <laughs> with some of the residents coming to us and talking to us about our personal lives. Like, cause we know quite a few residents here that we can call friends. And when they talk about our personal lives, we thought about like for the month of February, because it's Valentine's day, there might be some good times. There might be some bad times. We are looking at getting little cockroaches or crickets and we'll call the event Roach or X where they can adopt a little cricket or cockroach and they name it after their ex and we could give them a little birth certificate. That's this <laughs> is me. This is who I adopted. This is their name. And we post it on social media. It's like a good joke, having fun and just showing them like it's not all serious business. Like we can have some fun. Yes. All of it. Right. And so life now at Hawkeye is rewarding, challenging and fun. We try to incorporate all those things. It can't be just one. It has to be all of them or it won't work. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for your time and kind of sharing your story and a little bit about what we do here at Kahuna and just the overall, the work, right? So it's, it's not easy. What is your biggest takeaways from us? What have we done? If you're saying, Corey, I didn't understand this, but I understand it now. And like the way we've done business. Kahuna has done business. Could be me, staff, whatever. I would say compared to other places that I've been for or been at working for properties, I would say you guys are the more willing to take that jump. You guys are the more like you do what you need to do. We'll back you up. We'll help take care of the rest and everything else. Like I would say Kahuna is a really great company to work for because you guys don't hold people back at all. You don't just limit to their own things. If they're striving and you know they can continue to strive, you guys supply the tools and the encouragement and the inspiration. And honestly, it's amazing. It's the support that kind of helps me because I'm one of those type of people at the beginning that were very quiet, didn't know really what to do, was afraid of messing up. But knowing, getting to know you and getting to know our higher ups and even the property manager here, it's really helped me come out of my shell to, if I have a great idea or a stupid idea, no matter what it is, it's the support, it's the tools, it's making everything better aspect of it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to again, thank you for your time to come on the show and just kind of giving a little bit of your joy and inspiration on how you go about it and why leasing matters. And so, Emily, thank you so much. Now, Emily, as we're moving forward, and if you could give any advice 
to potential apartment investors that are looking for salespeople, what would you tell them? I would say that before signing any deal or considering anything or changing from your game plan, if you have multiple companies that you're looking to help invest in, my biggest thing would be to ask them, what's your story? What's your plan? What are your goals? And you know, that tells a lot about a person because they could just say, oh, I'm just here to strive, make money. But if you meet with someone like you, Corey, you're like, I want to help you succeed in life. I want to give people like college students or families or even ourselves a chance to expand and to grow greater. It's not just about the numbers and the money. It's more of what can we do to know that we have made a difference in this world. Awesome. Awesome. Emily, listen, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Guys, if you listen to the show, this is what it takes, right? So management of properties. I said I would never do it. If you go back, probably my first 10, 15, 20 podcasts, I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. It'll never be worth it. I'm here telling you right now, I've changed that belief. I know it is. There's a time when it's right, but affecting people, people are our biggest asset. People can make or break a company. Just like Emily came into a property that was struggling and that one person was enough to bring it into a great status, to get that 97%. That was her. It wasn't really anybody else. It was only her. And then finally, we were able to couple her with the right property manager and now they're killing it. They're exceeding our expectations and the future is bright for both of these people, right? Guys, success is not easy, but it's not hard, right? It starts with a belief. You got to take this little idea and then you've got to protect it. You've got to hold it and you got to be careful on who you share it with because I'm telling you, you share it with the wrong person, they will boom, stamp on it. They will crush it. So you've got to protect, you got to build a brick wall, a fortress around your idea. And then you got to feed it daily with positive affirmations. You've got to tell yourself that I can do it. I can achieve it. And tell yourself that you are that right person, that you have the goals, you have the will, you have the skill. And if you're not, you will find it. Guys, it takes that type of dedication. Success is not easy, but it's not hard. If you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible. (laughs) 